You must put your hand to what you're hoping for. And that is today's Morning Moxie. Welcome to the Morning Moxie show. I'm Alicia Sharp of AliciaVSharp.com. And today we have part three of Stephen Furtick's message about three habits of a healthy heart. It's a great message. He talks in this one about having hope, not just the kind of hope that the world has, you know, oh, I'm hoping for this, but hope in Jesus and hope requires action. Here's Stephen. One of the staff members that uh, heard this teaching when I taught it to the staff, and to be honest with you, I'm teaching it better to you than I taught it to them. I have some practice now. She said um, that her hiding place is blame. She said, when I'm confronted with a need to change, I hide behind blame. And when we were picturing our hiding place, because I had all of the staff members, I could have you do this, but I don't want to embarrass you, and you might be a first-time guest. I had them turn to each other and say what their hiding place was, and they went deep. Some of them said porn. Some of them said eating. Some of them said destructive thought patterns. Some of them said this, and some of them said that, but they all had a hiding place. Everybody in here has a hiding place. In fact, you have multiple hiding places. And She said her hiding place is blame. Something goes wrong. Well, if the kids hadn't… Well, if the car hadn't… You know, blame just it's it's a convenient hiding place because it will shield you from the inconvenience of change. If it's somebody else that needs to change, it's a convenient hiding place for a little while. But it's a it's a paper mache shield. It, it can only it can only keep you from so much. She said, I blame. I blame everybody. I blame everything. I blame the way I was raised. I blame my parents for being too hard on me, and then I blame them for being too easy on me. I blame them if they would have made me stick with piano lessons, and then I blame them that they made me show up to choir practice. I mean, I blame them. I blame. I blame what I did get. I blame what I didn't get. Blame was her hiding place. What's yours? What's yours? Elijah had a cave. She had blame. I wonder, do you hide behind low expectations? This one is real common because if you don't expect much, you can't be disappointed. And so you learn how to hide behind this, this fake smile. You don't really have a whole heart, you have a fake smile to cover up your half hearted interior life. And we hide ourselves from even those closest to us. And we hide ourselves because if I hide behind an image that I present, I don't have to deal with who I am. And the call of God is coming forth like the voice of the Lord went into the cave. The voice of the Lord is coming into your heart today saying, Come out. Come out of hiding. Come out of fear. Come out of low expectations. Come out of hypocrisy. Come out from this fake spirituality. Come out, come out wherever you are. You know, when you hide in the shadow of the Most High, you can abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I have a shelter. I don't have to hide behind anything but God. I'm glad it snowed so I can preach this message. This is going to open your heart 
What good will it do for the windows of heaven to be open if your heart is blocked? You got to know where to hide, or you'll be running, doing your thing this year, and just collapse, the doctor said, because you didn't know where to hide. I know where to hide. I don't always do it, but I know where, and that's a start. I know where to hide. Somebody shout, I know where to hide. My kids were playing hide and seek one time, and they got locked in the crawl space. That's what you don't want to do. Sometimes it's like that. You're running from something, thinking you're hiding, but you end up locking yourself. I mean, you can lock yourself in a pattern, in an attitude, in an effort to escape something, and what you get locked in is worse than what you were running from. Preaching to myself on the New Year sermon. And you, and, and you need a better hiding place. You got to hide somewhere. So memorize some songs, the little songs that you like, the little songs we sing in the church. You can sing them other than Sunday. You can run. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run into it. So you, you might have to sing in the shower to incline your heart to keep his commands. You might have to hide in a different place. Where else are you going to hide? You're going to hide in feeling sorry for yourself? You're going to hide in enemy-held territory and expect to be safe there? I know where to hide. I know how to say, I love you, Lord, and I lift my voice to worship you. Oh, my soul, rejoice. Take joy, my king. This old song, but it'll still work to run the devil off when he starts messing with you in the middle of the night. And while you hear, may it be a sweet, sweet sound in your ear. I can sing when I'm squeezed. I can sing when I'm pressed. I can rejoice. Hit reset on my heart. I've set my heart to keep your command. Come on, we're hitting reset. I want you to picture yourself. You're playing Nintendo. Remember, Bill? And you hit reset. You're about to go have to start over all your progress, and you hit reset. The psalmist said, I know where to go to reset my heart. It's not that the missiles never fly. I just learned how to duck, and I know where to hide. And I pointed my heart in the direction of my destiny. I know where to hide. I know what to hate. And my heart knows how to hope. I want you to stand up if you have hope. Stand up if you have hope. It's good to have hope. I said it's good to have hope. I preached a whole Christmas sermon on we have this hope. I hope everybody at every location is standing up because you have hope. But the psalmist doesn't say in this particular instance, I have hope. He says, I hope, and I'm not sure if I learned this in third grade English or fourth, but when he says, I hope, instead of saying, I have hope, that makes it a verb and not a noun. Any English teachers can verify what I just said? It's not just something I have. It's something that I… What? Is something that I do. It's an active hope. And you cannot go into another year of your life hoping it gets better. Like the lady I sat next to on the plane, she said, 
Here's my philosophy. Hope for the best, expect the worst. That's clever, but it's crap. Hope doesn't just wish it would. And I tell you what, if you don't know how to hope, if you think hope is just… When we say, I hope in your word, that's not a bookmark in your Bible that you look at every once in a while or something on your coffee mug. It is a way of living. I hope. Somebody say, I hope. I hope. Not just I wish. I hope. What does hope do? Hope puts its hand to work. Hope. Not just in my heart, but hope. Look. Have you put your hand to what you're hoping for? Because faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. And God wants to open your heart this new year to possibility, but you're going to have to put your hand to what you're hoping for. In other words, you've got to work your window. And watch this. I don't hope it's not cold. I wear a coat. When I was leaving for church this weekend, Elijah said, Daddy, it's going to be great. He said, uh, there, there's, uh, It's going to be record attendance. I said, No, it's not. He said, Yes, it is, Daddy. Have a little faith. Practice what you preach. But I said, Boy, <laughs> Let me teach you a little lesson about church growth and hope. Okay, Some of my campuses have to be closed, so it can't be record attendance. And Charlotte people are kind of crazy, some of them anyway. Not y'all, but some people watching online. And I said, my hope isn't that the rooms are going to be full. My hope is that God is going to show up and speak to whoever comes. That's, my, that's how I hope. I don't hope it's not cold. I put on a coat and go outside anyway. I don't hope it's not hard. I charge the hill. My hope is not in the path. My hope is in the promise. So the path can look like this, but I'm still headed to the promise. I hope in your word. How many received something from the Lord today? That was Pastor Stephen Furtick, and you can find that clip on YouTube if you search under Stephen Furtick, Three Habits of a Healthy Heart. You can also find out more information about him at his website, stephenfurtick.com, and he is the pastor of Elevation Church in Charlotte, so you can look them up as well. Lots of materials. He's a great uh, pastor and teacher and just a man of God. So hope you had a great day. Hope you enjoyed the clip, and I will see you again tomorrow for another episode of Morning Moxie. God bless.